as I look out on, on this distinguished crowd, I say that loosely, I see such a wealth treasure that I have been enjoying for 40 years coming here that's back when Don was a young man still saying he only missed a half a day after 10 years but the things that God has given me through this school this institution and that's what it is for me though I have not graduated yet takes a lot of learning. I am not discouraged. <laughs> God is moving people. He is stirring the hearts of men and women around the world. He owns it all. We're not the only ones. I'm so glad that that seems to be diminishing amongst our people. Been able to be blessed by many of you men through your teaching and through your, through your abilities and the things that God is doing. I just, I'm just here to, to stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance and hopefully kick you in the rear ends to get busy for the Lord. There's no reason that we need churches without pastors. I know I could take any one if God would give me the liberty to do so, but he's not. But I know there's someone out there that needs to go to Pleasant Valley. There's someone that needs to go out to the anchor. There's someone that needs to uh, go uh, to these various churches in different places, my friend, or even start a work. Because God's not come back and the work is not done. The work is not done. I'm encouraged by what I see and what I hear and all you newbies. You you don't understand. I once was where you are and I'm excited that I'm now with Brother Don. You know what that means? My time is swiftly running out. But that could be any one of us this morning, my friend. Time is like a vapor. It's here and it's gone. We're not promised. God, we heard this week, has a fixed time for all of us. But somewhere in there we might leave and check out of this world. And so what is there to do? Sometimes I think we're outgunned and we're outmanned. <laughs> I feel like the stone. A little pebble. But what did David do with a pebble? Brothers. What was he able to get accomplished for the work of God? He trusted the Lord more than the king's armor. More than the uh, what was given unto him. He was going to trust his God. And go out and do what he knew. To pray and to know. And my friend his attitude was. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine who stands against the armies of God. Friend, I see an army. I see hope. I see there's a, the, the plan of God. Why he took broken humanity to go out of this world and spread the wonderful news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is way beyond me. But he did. And you're part of that. 
And so this year, instead of a week of being excited after the school, take it the rest of the year and let us take it to the world. Spread the gospel, my friend, with your friends and your family. Open that the doors that are opening all over this world are amazing. You may never be called to go across the seas, but I've told in all of my reports, my friend, the mission field is out those doors. Don't ever lose sight of that. If we don't have strong churches here, how do you expect people to go to Pakistan and, 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 and the other parts of the world, uh, uh, my friend, where, where God uh, seemingly has people everywhere? You have been rocked, many of you, in the Baptist cradle. Loved ones around you. And I've seen through the years our laziness. Missed opportunities. Chances that we didn't take, whether it was fear that got in our way, and I'm preaching to me this morning as well, or whether it was uh, uh, thinking uh, uh, that, that, that we just don't have the opportunities, uh, uh, we are, we're just too small, or we can't do this. There's nothing my God cannot do. Amen. Nothing, my friends. Uh, uh, that's pretty obvious with the last trip that Brother Ken and I took and put us in the middle of a foreign enemy, uh, and there we find God's people. Uh, we find a Christian school where children are learning to read the word of God and one day they're going to reach accountability and they're going to have a basis for their belief and their faith that they've been taking home every day. God, my friend, he's, he's on our side. Amen. He's on our side. I just want to remind you, your time is running out. I still have a lost mother. She's 83 years old. I know many of you, if if I've ever been in your church, you've heard that testimony. You've heard that prayer request. They've heard it here in this building. This year I was blessed with a grandson that was here. Grandson-in-law. A granddaughter. (laughs) A son. My wife. Friends, the work goes on. I'm encouraged by my younger brethren. Uh, don't think that you don't have a place in these uh, in the things uh, that the Lord is working on. Because I see the enthusiasm. I, I, I draw off that. As my body withers and I get weak, you excite me. Uh, you pick me up and you give me the energy to take one more trip. And then I look over to the bench and I see wisdom. <laughs> Oh, we don't lack anything, my friends. God's given us all that we need. Everything. Don't leave discouraged. Don't let Satan take this away from you, this moment. This has been seemingly a special. There was a time I would come, and well, I do every year, and I pray, Lord, save somebody at that Thursday night service. Just save someone. And for years, there would be no one that would come. And then we get someone to get saved. And now it's just we expect people to get saved. Uh, and that's what we need uh, to be about, expecting God to do what he does. He wants to save lost humanity. And he wants to use you. So when you, well, you're none of you are going to graduate. When we leave this facility... And we go back out into our various fields. 
You say, well, I, I don't have a, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a missionary. Do you have a calling? If you don't, you just need to go out there. I've got a calling from God from that day forward. God saved me and then he called me immediately. I don't understand all that. But my friend, we've got a calling uh, that's bigger than us. We can't do it alone. And he's got something for every one of us to do. I look out here and I see the wealth and the treasure that God has given all of us. And my friend, I dare say, and you young ones, listen, there's not a man in this room that would not help you. Use that list. Make those calls. Text, email, whatever you want to do. Uh, go on a Zoom meeting. I don't like them. <laughs> I do too much of that at work, but that's here nor there. I am so, so grateful for you men. You've meant so much. The school has meant so much. That testimony of Scott as he stood up and talked about Pleasant Valley. I sat back there one day and Brother Paul Bryson stood up and said, there's a little church out in California. It was his first church. They need a pastor. <laughs> it began a journey for me right here in this building. And through the year, that's how I got acquainted with Paul. It was Brother Terry Foster's first church. It's how we got tied up. There's a wealth of help. We're not alone. Amen. And even if I did not have any of you, I have Jesus. Amen. He walks with us. He talks with us. And when we think that we're all alone, <laughs> when it seems like it's the darkest hour, He'd been carrying you all along. So when we leave here, let's go out. Let's go out and fight. You ready? You ready to fight for what God wants us to do? He came to this world. He died. He gave up his life. We've heard about him. We've tried to lift him up. We've tried to make him the center and the focus of all of our lives. Have we not? If we haven't, then we're wrong. He's the one that needs to be praised. He's the one that's worthy of all expectation and praise from our lips and our body and our time and our money. All of our callings are different, brothers. I understand that. But I glean from every single one of you. Some of you I don't know that well. Most of you I do. And some of you I'm sorry that I know you so much. But Paul had a thorn in his flesh too. As we so ably understood in the message the other night. I love you men. And the things that I really, I, I'm so excited. I'm not going to stand up here and rah, rah. Well, yeah, I will. Because I want you to, to, to leave here, heads held up high, looking towards Jesus. And going into the battle, the revivals. The, every time, think about every time you sing a song. You're worshiping him and praising him. And think about it when you're falling on your knees and you're going into private when you're praying in public. <coughs> think about what we're doing. Man, put on that armor of God and let's get the business of the Lord done. Because time is running out. 
your children, your, I've got great grandchildren now in this world, my friend. I'm an old man uh, and the work needs to go on. Uh, and there's no time just to sit here on our derrieres and excuse the language. But friends, it's time to work for the Lord to move on. <clears throat> I remember sitting out there and seemed like yesterday in, in awe of Brother Curtis and Brother Vanderpool and Brother Howard and Brother Perigo. <laughs> Men that gave of themselves to me, they poured themselves into me freely. Used to make me so mad, Brother Perigo would we'd get over to the hotel and well, I always had questions, you know, to these supposedly wiser gentlemen. <laughs> That had been on the field a little bit longer. Every time I'd ask him, what do you think about this? And he would turn that around and and make it a question back at me. Used to tick me off. (laughs) I don't know if he can hear me, but it did. I get mad. I tell my wife, I go home. He never answers a question. I don't know. Build these relationships, you know. God has given us each other. We've had new, new people here for the first time. That's always exciting to me. Use what God has gathered here. This is, this is treasure, people. This is, this is something in your toolbox that you've got. You can pull it out anytime you want. Brad calls you, just don't answer. He takes me over to, to Ghana and... Tried to kill me. I didn't know at the time my heart was going to be acting up, but they're dragging me all over the city and they're laughing at me, making fun of me. So that guy's getting fat and old. He can't keep up with us. No, in all reality, they thought I looked bad. And shortly after I got home, I had the surgery. But I am grateful for you men. I'm excited about hearing what God is getting ready to do. I'm anticipating he's opening up the world. He's bringing people out of the woodwork that we didn't even know that are hungry and that want to learn. That's exciting. When I met those those men in, in Pakistan, they have a desire and a yearning that I wish that we would have more of. If every spare moment that we had, the book was out. What about this, Brother Kent? What about this? What do you think, Brother Jeff? He's always saying, Jesus, trying to lift him up. Sometimes it would come out in the oddest ways. We'd hit a bump, Jesus, the road. But he was just thankful he was out there in the field doing what he could do. Don't worry about the results. Now what the Bible says, my word is going to go out. It's going to prosper whereunto I send it. And it will not return void. Do you guys believe the Bible? Good. Because it's a good book. It's our roadmap. It's about him. And he said, go ye therefore into all the world. You know, we, we, we see these scriptures and we've heard them. There's nothing new under the sun, right? And then we come in here and, uh, and I tell you that time is running out. I want you to know time is running out. Life is like a vapor. 
<coughs> the other day, I was just where you are, young and a newbie. Brother Reynolds would stand up here and look at me over in the corner and say, I don't know if that guy's real or not. I was just being, couldn't control my emotions, you know, and they were just overflow. And he was trying to be like Brad and keep a time frame. It's hard to corral you men from time to time. But we are running out of time. And we've all got people that we want to, we want to see saved, do, not, do we not? I know we must, I believe we must start with our families, our friends, and reach out to a lost and dying world. That was God's plan. Take care of us. Take care of your own. And then, my friend, do never, never forget about the world. Never forget about that neighbor. Every work is precious. Every song that I helped sing with a man down here at the Waffle House this time of year was precious. And it's still getting me going on. Every... Every nursing home I've heard you preachers go into, every, every jail that I've went into with some of you, uh, my friend, such as going with Travis, and he invited me when I lived down here to go to the end of there. And then these are all, they're all important. Whether you go to Pakistan uh, or whether you go uh, to Ghana or Belize uh, or whether you go, uh, my friend, somewhere right here in Warren County, it's all important. It's the world. I'm going to take my last few minutes and sing my song. It means a whole, much, a whole lot more to me now when I sing it. This last trip just, just was, it humbled me to see such things as I saw. And we need your prayers. I, I don't know where that's going. I don't know my part in it. I'm there to help my brother as best I can. But there's a whole world out here that needs you men. Do you know that? So listen to these words. They were penned a long time ago. It all started so very long ago. In the Garden of Eden, how well we all know. There's been so much bloodshed through sorrow and fears. And now it has lasted For hundreds of years, don't trample this privilege under your feet. It's a battle for Jesus that can end in defeat. There's a victory just out there waiting to be won. And the praise for our Jesus has only begun. Our forefathers fought for us to see this day. When freedom of religion would be here to stay. But we take it lightly and shed not a tear. As we see it slipping away through the years. Don't trample this privilege under your feet. It's a battle for Jesus that can end in defeat. There's a victory just out there waiting to be won. And the praise for our Jesus has only begun. Let us count it a blessing to be gathered here with all of our loved ones whose home is up there. We must keep on fighting this great battle to win. For when the end's over, 
so will be all the sin. Don't trample this privilege under your feet. It's a battle for Jesus that can end in defeat. There's a victory just out there waiting to be won. And the praise for our Jesus has only begun. The children of Israel, when they camp, they would raise their banners and it would distinguish them of who they are. Gentlemen, it's time to raise the blood-stained banner of Jesus Christ that the world may see it. God bless you.